What should you do if you constantly have to deal with a difficult person at work? They're either on your team or they're your colleague. Would you declare war and be difficult back to them? Or would you just let it go? In this episode, I'm going to give you some tips on how to deal with difficult people in your workplace. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. I'd like to start this episode with a review from Megan Wisdom, and she is from Copywriting for Business Owners podcast. A great podcast for kingdom-focused women in leadership. I enjoyed learning from Rika's personal story of how God has opened up opportunities to serve in leadership. There are many voices out there supporting men in positions of Christian leadership, but fewer for women. Rika will be a valuable lesson for women of faith who want to use their positions of leadership to advantage the kingdom, advance the kingdom. Thank you, Megan or Megan, apologies if I am not reading your name correctly, but thank you very much for your review and I really appreciate your support. Please go and listen to Megan's podcast at Copywriting for Business Owners. Now, we've all worked with someone who is extremely difficult. Let's be honest. Okay, if you haven't, then I will be falling on my back right now. Surprised because every single workplace that I have ever worked in, there has been that one difficult person. Okay, they don't agree with anyone. They always arc up when someone says or makes a new suggestion or suggests changes, and they've gained a reputation for being difficult. So much so that people even start saying, Oh, I wonder what X will say about that. So yeah, it's safe to say that everybody has experienced people who are difficult. It is more difficult if you're a if they're your colleague, if if they're actually friends with you or if you've been friendly with them, then potentially you can speak to them. But in particular in this podcast, I'm going to talk to you leaders, women of faith in leadership, about how you can deal with a difficult person at work. So first of all, What I'd like to say is that as leaders, we have a duty of care towards each and every person who works for us in our team. If someone is being difficult, we should try and understand why they're being difficult and why. However, we should also try and protect the ones that they are being difficult against. Okay, so similar to your high school bully or your workplace bully, They usually are covering up their own hurt and trying to make up for it by being mean or difficult to others. 
So we need to get to the root of the problem, what is actually bothering them. Of course, that doesn't excuse the behavior, it just explains it. So when it comes to dealing with difficult people, here are a couple of tips. Number one, don't take it personal. It's usually isn't you or the team, it's usually something personal that has happened to them. And that's the root cause of the problem that we need to try and get to the bottom of. Two, do not react to their difficult behavior. Stay calm at all times and remain respectful. Now, this is going to be maybe a little bit easier for you, but for your team, you're now going to also have to coach your team to stay calm and, res and remain respectful at all times. Now, I'm going to interject here and quickly digress and tell a story of how I have abysmally failed with this one. <laughs> you guys know I I, I, um, I open up the curtains here in uh, Rika's heart and in my mind I do not mind to share all my failures so that you can learn from them. So I was dealing with someone who was particularly being difficult and they just didn't want to do what they were meant to do, okay? And so I went to go and speak to them and it was basically a non-negotiable. They had to do it, but they were being difficult. Okay. So I just, I actually just got so frustrated in that moment that they didn't want to listen to me that I, I raised my voice slightly, not a lot. I didn't scream at them. Whew. I raised my voice and I basically told them, can you stop being so darn difficult and just do what I ask you to do? Because this is what you meant to do at this point in time. And your actions are causing a lot of trouble to other people now everyone's being affected by your behavior okay that sounds like like everybody's like go Rika go Rika go Rika <laughs> well although it felt great saying what I actually thought in my head I actually lost that person's respect altogether by behaving like that myself because that person started working for me and knew me always as someone who was calm and collected and I remained respectful at all times. So 99% of the time they saw me like that, calm and collected. And that one time, that 1% of a time that I, I was the difficult person, I arced up and I told them how difficult they were being and I responded to their behavior, I actually lost their respect in that sense. And that's very, very shortly after that, that person left because they just didn't feel like they could respect my leadership anymore and they didn't want to work for someone who was like that. Now, I've always felt leadership is unfair in that way because as leaders, we have to be perfect all the time. According to our teams, we can't make any mistakes. But as team members, when they make mistakes, we just have to forgive and forget and move on, right? So leadership has always been a bit tough for me in that sense. And um, But anyway, that, that happened and um, I... I kind of wasn't sorry that I spoke up that day. I was sorry how I handled it and what I said, but I wasn't sorry that I stood up for myself because I think as she was she was also in a leadership position. She was actually on my leadership team. And the thing is, potentially and hopefully for her one day, she'll understand why I got frustrated with her. Fingers crossed she will one day understand that if someone's constantly being difficult, then you are going to push the leader to the edge and I think that's what happened to me I was just pushed to the edge okay but I did I should have stayed calm and collected and and I actually also spoke to her like that in front of other people which that was the actual main thing why I lost her respect is because I also spoke to her like that in front of other people so she felt embarrassed okay so <laughs> I'll get back to my points because I digressed just then but I thought it was important for you to know that 
yes, that in that situation, I lost the respect of a a, a team member. So, okay, so number one, don't take it personally and know that, that it's something personal to them, not to you. Two, do not react to their difficult behavior. Number three, call them into your office and speak to them. Okay, so just lay it all on the table. So you can say something like, look, I've noticed that you have been acting a bit troubled lately. I'm, I'm really worried about you. You don't seem yourself. Is there anything I can support you with? And then if they deny it, they say, no, I've not been acting like that. Then give them some examples. Well, actually, you know, the other day when we were in the office over here, I asked you to do something and this was your reaction. Or when we were having a discussion in the in the boardroom, so-and-so suggested this and immediately you arced up and you said, that's a bad idea. And if they say, and then if they respond back and say, well, I don't mean that and it was taken the wrong way, then point out to them that their current behavior and reaction is exactly the same and um, is exactly the same as what you've just mentioned, then just mention to them that their behavior is really affecting others and that as someone who is whose job it is to look from the outside in, you can see that potentially that there's something bothering them or that there's something going on in their personal life that is affecting their, their attitude here at work. And then ask them, is there anything I can support you with? And let them know that you are there, that you're there to support them and that you would appreciate it if they would be a bit more cooperative towards you and the team. So that in that first instance, when you speak to them, you can keep it very relaxed and you can keep it more, more concerning more than anything else. And really 95% of people will actually come clean and say, actually, yes, there is something going on X, Y, and Z, whatever that might be. Okay, but you will get people who don't want to share with you because either they mistrust what you are going to do with that information, they mistrust your intentions, or they're just going through such a bad time that they just don't really want to don't really want to talk about it. Okay, but you've had that first conversation with them, and remember, I'm all about accountability. Okay, this is a no uh, hiding under no. <laughs> let me rather say it again. This is a podcast where I'm not going to give you the option of hiding your head in the sand like an ostrich, okay? I am more of a go-getter where I'm going to challenge you to tackle the problem head on. And I'm, I will give you the words to say and I'll give you all the tools that you need. But as leaders, we have got a responsibility not only towards the people who is being difficult, but also towards the other people in our team, okay? So I'm all about accountability, okay? So then, if the difficult behavior continues after you've had that first conversation, you're going to call them back in again and you're going to speak to them again about the examples of where their performance was affected by their behavior and how their behavior is starting to affect the team, okay? Especially if, you know, now all of a sudden where your team has never gossiped before, all of a sudden now the team's gossiping because they're really starting to feel affected by the other, by the other person's difficult behavior, and yes, those people shouldn't be gossiping. However, one person's behavior is like a domino effect. It can easily push your team into a point where they, they feel like they just need some support and then they do the wrong thing and seek support from the wrong person or from the wrong group and so forth and so forth. So domino effect, one thing can go wrong and your whole workplace culture is out of whack, okay? So then my next suggestion would be is, you know, if you've spoken to them a second time, 
Um, let them know that, look, they their difficult behavior has to stop. You really want to support them. And if they don't want to talk to you, then they, they're more than welcome to go and talk to HR. They're more than welcome. You can provide them with the name of a counselor or whomever they want to talk to, another line manager. But the basically, this difficult behavior will have to cease because it's starting to affect the team as well. So you're taking a more firmer approach. Okay. But my suggestion would be as well, and that's number five, is check in with them daily. Okay, check in with them daily and show them that you will, that you care. Invite them for a coffee to your office for a chat. And hopefully by the third time, even the fourth time, you would have started breaking down the barriers so that they can talk to you. So just a quick recap before I continue. It was number one, don't take it personal. Number two, do not react to their difficult behavior. Three, call them into your office and speak with them. Four, if the difficult behavior continues, call them back into your office. Again, speak to them again. And five, check in with them daily and show them that you care. Okay. Some people with certain personalities, unfortunately, are just difficult. Okay. And it will do you well to not take it personally. However, like I mentioned before, you do also have a duty of care to protect your team. And if the person's behavior is affecting your team, you need to do something about it. And unfortunately, we can't always tell during interviews if whether a person is going to be difficult or not. But there will definitely be some red flags in an interview of when a person will be difficult. So I will do a whole different podcast about interviewing because I've got a, I have interviewed a lot of people through my uh, through my time and I've got a lot of insights of when you are interviewing people how to look for red flags how to know if this person will be a right fit for you so I will make sure that I actually do that I will do that episode um, for the upcoming for Friday actually I'll do that because I think that that will be very um, helpful to you so for Friday's episode I'll do one on job interviews I think that's going to be very exciting to talk about that and yeah I think you know, if you've appointed someone and they're being difficult, especially during the probation period, then definitely keep them accountable because then if they're going to continue being difficult, especially during the during their probation period, then it is grounds for you to let them go, especially if you feel that they're not going to be a right fit for you or for your organization, especially if they're not helping you or your organization grow. However, I know some of you might be in a position where you you're not in a position to let people go, well, then you need to start documenting that, that difficult behavior and treat it similarly to performance management, really, because people, why do we go to work, okay? Most people go to work because they need to earn money. Yes, by earning the money, we also have a calling on our life and we do what we love. Hopefully, you are doing what you love. Hopefully, they are doing what they love and then earning money for it. But sometimes people just treat it as a job. Nothing more, nothing less. They're just there because they need the money. They don't love their job. They don't love what they do. And sometimes in that circumstance, people can be difficult as well. So if you can um, nut down what it is actually that's bothering them, why are they being so difficult, then more often than not, you're going to see that it's not because of the team. It's not because of this. It's, not, it's something personal. Either they don't want that job, they're not doing what they love at the moment, there's something going on in their personal life, and then all you can do in that instance is support them. You can't solve their problem, 
Okay, unless it's a work problem. But if it was a work problem, then they would probably have spoken up already. But if it's a personal problem, that is not your problem. But what you can do is you can support them with that and you can ask them. You can show compassion. You can say, what can I do to help you? What can I do to support you? And then know your boundaries. Please know your boundaries. Do not commit to something that you can't do. Do not say that you will come in an hour early every single day um, to help them catch up with their job. Or, I mean, if you want to do that and you've got the time and you've got the capacity, then do that. But the thing is, ultimately, they have to take accountability for their own work as well. And you also can't commit to more than what you can give because you also don't want to burn yourself out. Okay, so I hope that that episode was helpful to you, that this is exactly how I have dealt with difficult people in my workplace and also how I have not dealt with it correctly. Uh, You know, you guys know I don't mind sharing all my personal embarrassing stories about leadership. I have many. (laughs) And I hope you will join me then on Friday when I will talk about job interviews and how to conduct them and how to know if there are some red flags that you need to look out for. God bless and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community. And I look forward to engaging with you there.